Welcome to Dream Business Radio, the place to create your dream business now. Get ready for some inspiration, some encouragement, some proven business building strategies, and a couple of new ideas that you haven't even thought of. It's time to leave slow and steady as she goes to the other entrepreneurs, because this program is all about speed and fast results. And now, broadcasting from his floating home somewhere in the Atlantic Ocean, the dream business coach himself, Jim Palmer. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon. I'm Captain Jim Palmer, and I am the Dream Business Coach. Welcome to another very special live edition of Dream Business Radio. This is my eighth year of doing this podcast, bringing you great guests, great content, tips, and strategies, all designed to help you build your dream business so you, too, can live your dream lifestyle. My special guest today is a really good friend of mine. He is His name is Craig Valine. His name is Craig Valine. <laughs> Craig is a marketing performance strategist from Pasadena, California. Craig helps already successful experts and professionals be more profitable without spending a lot more money, time, and effort in the process. Craig and I first met, I believe, about 14 years ago at a marketing conference that we were both attending. And and then Craig invited me out to speak to his group. He hosts a monthly um, get-together with small business owners. I don't think it's happening right now as during the whole COVID crap. But right now, um, uh, anyway, he, he brought me out twice before. <laughs> Here's my, my little voice interrupting my thought pattern. He uh, brought me out. I spoke twice to his event on retention-based marketing, um, newsletter marketing. And then I spoke at a, uh, he did a really huge event for the uh, Chamber of Commerce there. I think there was like almost 100, 125 people there. And uh, I keynoted that and spoke about dream business marketing principles. So Mr. Craig, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. So great to be here. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. Thanks for being on my program. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I, you know, I got to set a limit to how many of these things I do in one day, because by the end of the afternoon it starts getting a little, a little punchy, but anyway, you, you and I have known each other, right? Almost 14 years or thereabout. I'm trying to think of the exact time. Yeah, we met. I think it was 2008. So, but just almost 14 years. Yeah. And when you and I first met, <clears throat> You were just getting involved in the whole Glazer Kennedy marketing thing, ho hosting the Southern, one of the Southern California meeting groups. And you were known at the time as the former struggling consultant, which I thought was a great brand. Right. Yeah. I had struggled a lot as a consultant when I started. Um, and because, you know, I just started doing consulting on my own because people asked for advice and I gave it. They said, oh, you should do this full time. And I said, okay. And then I had no idea on how to get clients. I thought everybody was my client and that was not the case. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I paid a lot of money to figure it out. And, uh, you know, finally uh, I was able to help other consultants and service professionals. And they said, oh, you're the former struggling consultant. I guess I, I am. <laughs> so somebody actually said that that's not something you came up with, with your, with your marketing mind. No, you know, I, you got to take it when you get it. So I, um, no, I was sharing my story with somebody and say, look, I struggled just like you. And, uh, you know, I, you know, and they just came up with that. So, well, that's funny because back in the day when we met pre dream business coach, I was the newsletter guru for no hassle newsletters and, and those businesses. And, um, one of my clients, uh, had really great success with the newsletter that we had created for him. And he, he, in, he introduced me to somebody else. He was giving me a referral and he said, um, yeah, you got to talk to Jim. He's a friggin' newsletter guru, <laughs> right? And that's where that came from. 
I think I like the way that sounds. You know, I've heard it before. Ideas are just flowing in the air and you just got to grab it and claim it. Yeah. So um, I, we talked about um, we talked about a lot of things uh, last week when I invited you on the program. And because um, we could talk about how to help consultants, what you're doing now. Um, and you said, boy, there's Jim, there's I think in one of our conversations, there's so many hidden powers that are in a business. And boom, like you say, these ideas, flow, I grabbed onto that one. So what do you mean by hidden powers in your business? How, how can entrepreneurs uh, get more out of that? Well, my focus, you, you know, you called me a marketing performance strategist, and that is a fancy name for marketing consultant. But I focus on getting better performance from the things you're already doing um, and focusing on uncovering things that you don't even realize are assets to you in your business. Okay. And assets mean they have value. They have, uh, they have strength. They have power. So uh, every business has some sort of leverageable asset within a business that can be used for greater profit, greater productivity, greater results. And so what I usually do is I tap into five specific ones when I first sit with a client. Number one is your list and the relationship you have with your list. Okay. Some be, those are, that's for, <laughs> you know, you mentioned when you introduced me, I work with already successful people. These are people that are already making some money. They're in business. I don't work with startups. You know, Craig, so these, if I can interrupt you just for a second, I read that, right? And you, because I know that's the way you get in introduced when you do these interviews. And I said, already. See, that's a key word, right? Because it really clarifies who you want to work with. Like, you don't want to work necessarily with somebody who's just starting out at ground right. zero because they they wouldn't likely have a list, right? So it's a, it's pretty important how much each word means to, uh, to your business. Amen to that. You know, I, you know I, I will help a startup, but I won't work with them as a client. Right. Um, so the list is important. So an already successful client has former clients. They've been, if they're speaking, if they're doing any type of marketing, they have future clients um, and they have people who are just not doing business with them. So they have past clients. So hopefully over time, they have a relationship with that. And there's power in that relationship. And you, you, don't I mean, mean, you don't just mean an email list. You're, you're talking about a list of customers, past and present, right? Just an email list, but any list, any okay. list that you have that you have some in some way, shape, or form had a relationship with. So, I mean, that's one of your biggest retention strategies is just maintain the relationship with the people you've done business with them. Right. So, so there's power in that. That's number one. Number two is your reputation. What are you known for? What are you known for uh, doing for your clients? Uh, what are you known for not doing? You know, it's like I, my nickname is No BS Craig. I'm known for being very straightforward and diplomatic and for solving marketing problems. You know, it's um, what's the Winston Wolf on Pulp Fiction? You know, just I'm called in to solve a problem and I can, you know, either take my advice, gentlemen, or you're on your own, you know. That's right. Um, so uh, so what are you known for? You know, why, wh why would people seek you out? Uh, why would people be talking about you? Uh, number three is marketing. If you're doing any sort of, sort of marketing uh, that generates new business or uh, recurring business, there's power in that. That's an asset. Um, specific marketing advantage is number four. It's like, what do you do that no one else can, does, or will offer to the marketplace, to your marketplace? Mm -hmm. So there's power in that. And the last one is clarity. Clarity about who your market is, clarity about your purpose of being in business, Clarity about, clarity about your goals, clarity about, about your vision, what your offer is. So I start with those five things whenever I sit with a client for the first time. 
Okay. And pretty much, all, if they're already successful, they have uh, this extraordinary power just waiting to be unleashed and uh, and put on turbo, if you will. Right. I know what you're saying because I mean. I don't know whether it's just paying it forward or whatever, but a couple of years ago, I, I helped um, somebody who's graduating college. So I helped somebody get their first business online. But it's so different when you got somebody that's at least got a little bit of traction. They've got some revenue, you know, they're not at zero. Everybody starts somewhere, but I mean, it just depends on who you want to work with and how fast you can get them to their goals. Um, did you want to say something before I move on? Yeah, it's a lot harder to get started going uh, versus getting courts corrected, putting back on track. Right. So if you're already going, you can just nudge over and then you're on the right path. But if you are getting going, it takes a lot of power for a train to leave a train station, you know? Yeah, exactly but, right. You know, or for a jet to take off. But once it's in air, all it takes is a little slight course correction and then it's on the direction to its uh, end goal. Right. Now, Craig, I know you consult with uh, business owners in, in a lot of different niches. Uh, because business is business. If you apply those five things, you're going to be able to help a number of businesses. But I also know that in the last few years, because you and I have actually um, consulted on a couple of uh, like clients, similar clients, um, you've been focusing a lot in doctors and dentists and probably more dentists than you know, straight up doctors, physicians, how to market and grow their practice. Why did you settle on that? Is that where your customers came from? You said, well, this works for me or is that some kind of passion for you? Well, you know, as you mentioned, I ran the only local GKIC chapter in Los Angeles for seven years. Mm -hmm. And then I kept it going as a result under my own name, Enhanced Marketing Performance, EMP. Uh, from that GKIC crowd, I attacked, attracted a lot of dentists because Dan Kennedy had a lot of dentists in his, in his group. Uh, one prominent member, uh, Dr. Brian Berg, who recently passed away, he was an angel in my life. He was a, my best client. In um, longest standing mastermind member, he was an attraction to a lot of other dentists because oh. Dan Kennedy used to mention him in the newsletter a lot. Bill Glazer used to mention him um, because he would submit his marketing to them to say, hey, look at what I'm doing. Or he would enter contests. In fact, I think he um, he was a candidate for marketer of the year. So uh, wait a minute, Brian, Dr. Brian Berg, who, who I also consulted with a few years ago, he was submitting yeah. stuff if, in this marketing contest, probably some of the stuff that you helped him with. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's crazy. Things that we discussed in our mastermind group. So, yep. you know, it's like, Hey, I do, I need to do a marketing campaign. I'm going to be on vacation. Uh, what, what, you know, we would all talk about it. It's like, why don't you use your dog or why don't you use your son in your marketing and stuff like that. Yeah. So he would do a, a handwritten letter put in a lunch bag or something to that. I mean, he was a very brilliant marketer, but um, yeah, I forgot. He did newsletters with you and coaching with you. He was in the summer business school, I think with you, right? Yeah, he did. Um, have you, so, so you've been working with a lot of dentists. Have you, and by the way, share whatever you want to share. Don't share what you don't want to share, but I'll ask the question. <laughs> have you found anything common among dentists? Like what's like the biggest problem they have or the challenge? What do they do well? Because, and I'll give you my take real quick. I think dentists and doctors and a couple other service professionals, maybe lawyers, I guess, they could be very good at what they do, but they're not good at marketing and bringing in business. They focus more on the 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 do the you know the deliverable side of the business. Is that fair, or do, you, or do you have a different experience? That is extremely fair because they are great at their own internal systems for uh -huh. from bringing in a patient I mean, from the moment a patient walks in the door to 
how, you know, filling out the paperwork to um, sitting in the chair to follow up. That kind of care is brilliant. They have the staff generally to take care of every aspect of that patient experience. And uh, they have those systems in place. Here's what happens when, you know, the patient calls up on the phone, when they come in the office for the first time, when they sit in the chair, et cetera, et cetera. What they don't have is that for marketing. So they don't have systems in place for marketing. So uh, even uh, even a marketing plan, they don't know. They're doing everything kind of, um, um, they're winging it. And then they say, you know, I have, I'm working with a, a dentist that I'm not sure that you know, uh, but he's a periodontist. He's a friend of one of our former clients, Dr. K. Um, but he is a brilliant guy and he has so many ideas and he does, he's already very successful. But he can't implement everything because he doesn't have the systems in place. He doesn't have the staff to take on those extra roles. And up until recently, they had no plan in place. It's like, what are uh, the things we're going to do and how are we going to implement it? So I'm there now working with them on a consultative basis to be an ear, a voice, and let's bring it all in and let's narrow it down and put it into an actionable plan. And if we can't do it with the in-house staff, then let's hire it out. Let's get someone else to do it, you know, that sort of thing. So I experienced that with almost every dentist that I work with. And uh, I tend to work with specialty dentists, by the way. So Dr. Berg, who was your former client, was an orthodontist. Dr. Koslowski, who's a prosthodontist. This one, Dr. P, is a, pro is a periodontist. Um, I like that because they're experts in their craft. They need mm. to spot out. Holy smoke. Uh, if you saw me jump, I don't know how good my microphone is, but we got a major thunderstorm. Oh my it, just, it clapped so loud I jumped out of my seat. I'm okay, though. We're still floating. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's very interesting. Um, so when... What I have found when I work with with folks like that is um, sometimes, not always, they they want to learn the skill and the strategy and then give it to their front desk staff who sometimes is busy when it's busy and sometimes they're sitting there when, and they say you implement it and that that always that always goes badly unless you've got a highly skilled you know marketer as your front desk person. Right. No, I agree. You know, the doctor will go to a seminar like uh, like one of my events, GKIC. Uh, you know, uh, Dr. Guy, uh, Guy, what's his name? Jay Geyer's seminar. They'll get yeah. so excited to come home and then I'll put it on the desk. And, you know, obviously the staff is like, you know, oh no, he went to another seminar. You know, the doctor has a ton of passion. What I have found is the best people that I work with, we work together. We all have to be on the same page or else it won't work. And so we just, I just got off a, a call actually with a new uh, web designer and that periodontist, the whole team was on Bob so they can understand what's going into it, why things need to be in a certain place, why need to, uh, certain things need to be said. And so they're all emotionally involved. It's not just one of Dr. P's great ideas. Right. And so, you know, everybody has to be involved in the process. So um, I'd love it if you can come up with a uh, success story and it could be anonymous, but I know you've, you've actually, um, a big fan of print and mail newsletters as a way of staying top of mind. Um, you and Dr. Berg um, created this amazing referral program and things like that. But what would, if, if we have some dentists listening right now, um, what would be a, a pretty cool strategy you could share that and share a little bit of uh, the actual success that you had with it? Yeah. The one that I did with Dr. Berg um, is what I actually, because that was so critical and so important to his business, we, I now, teach it and use it with other specialty dentists. And that is number one, the relation relationship with other referring doctors. That's why I like to work with specialty dentists. They rely on relationships. 
And um, for instance, Dr. Berg gets his referrals from other periodontists, prosthodontists, uh, general dentists and stuff like that. So you got to find creative ways to stay in touch. And one way we did that was by tying into unique holidays every month. So we had a, he, he not only did a patient newsletter, but he had a specific doctor, referring doctor newsletter that went mm. on every month. Then he would do special deliveries in person. Some He would do it once or twice a year, but he had someone from his office deliver something related to the, the unique holiday. So for instance, root beer float day. No. <laughs> yeah. He would, he wrote a letter that told the story about why root beer floats were so important to his childhood and how it tied into this unique holiday. And by the way, I just want you to have that same experience I had when I was a kid. So here are the fixins for a root beer float for you and your staff. And so he would do something like that every month, tying into some unique holiday, there's zucchini bread day, there's jelly bean day, there's, um, so you're not talking about Thanksgiving, Easter, Valentine's Day. You're talking about just other holidays. Unique holidays with a story attached, not just, hey, it's this day. Here's some gift. Yeah. It's like telling a little story, which tie, connects them to him on a personal level. It's like, wow, mm. that's really cool. You know, he talked about going, you know, the root beer float story. His dad was an orthodontist as well. And would go. they go across to the soda fountain when he was a kid during lunchtime. And wow, what a connection device. And he's human. He's a human being. And we, yeah. so he would also go down to, um, on Cinco de Mayo, he would go down to East LA to buy these tamales from this little old lady who opened up at 6 a.m. in East LA. They would be gone by 7 a.m. So he had to be down oh, there. Wow. And so, and, and then he would come and he would dress up like in a sombrero and a, and a um, whatever the thing is, poncho. And yeah. he would go to murder it and <laughs> And, uh, you know, it was just so powerful. So we created a course uh, on referral marketing for dentists. It, it works for any profession, but this one specifically because it was uh, connected mm. to dentists. And it's you still have that, right? You still offer that course. I do offer that. I have the entire thing. We created it together. So, wow. And, yeah. So it's powerful. And, you know, in, in any business, relationships are the absolute necessity and key to success. But when you have referring partners, and you could refer to anyone, right, especially any dentist, uh, the one that stands out the most, and not just because we're contacting them, not because we're giving them gifts, but because there's a connection, you know, through story, super powerful. Yeah, so I, I wrote three notes. Number one, referrals are a two-way street. <clears throat> so if you're always asking for referrals and not giving them, it, there's a disconnect there. So it has to be a, a you know, two-way street. And what you just described with these unique holidays in the hand, First of all, it's memorable. How do you remember somebody at the end of the day? Oh my God, you're going to go home and talk about it. He brought fixings for brute beer floats, right? And then um, the overall concept here is reciprocity. You do something nice for somebody. It's like if you say um, <clears throat> Facebook is is one of one of the positive things. Facebook reminds you of birthdays, <laughs> somebody's birthday. So you send them, a, you say happy birthday. Well, as simple as that is, that kind of kicks in the reciprocity thing. Someone who may or may not would have said happy birthday to you when they see your name come up, whenever it is, they're going to say, ah, I better say happy birthday to them. It's a very powerful concept. I, I used to teach this with Melanie Benson, part of the Mars training program, the power of reciprocity, but that's really cool. Oh my goodness. 320 already. Um, so Craig, that's really interesting. So the specialty dentists, which actually speaks to, you know, generalist versus specialist, right? They teach that. I know you used to teach that to your consultant clients and things like that. You could be a generalist, 
But the specialist, AKA, like you could be a general family doctor or you could be a heart surgeon, a specialist. Gen specialists always make more. So that's that's interesting. Is that is that kind of why you did that? Or is that just the way the, the people came in through your group? Or It came in that way through my group, but I found that I enjoy working with them because uh, because they're just a status above as far as in their profession. They're, they're sought out, they're experts, they're authorities, um, and they rely again on the relationships of others to build their practice, which is very okay. simple. Very simple if you follow what would I share <laughs> to do. Yeah. Um, so I know you also run a mastermind group. I want to ask you about that group. But um, the second thing you mentioned, the the five um, power, power what do you call them? The five power. Yeah, there you go. Uh, the second one was reputation. Um, I did an interview a little while ago uh, with somebody we, we know well, and this person was saying, Jim, I've been watching you for a long time. I never see you share anything controversial, you know, political, religious, anything like that. And said, I call, I said, I call it staying in my lane. People right. have a relationship with me on social media and other places as a business coach, a marketing expert, you know, whatever. What I don't necessarily want is to have them Oh my God, how could he think that? Half the people will say that and say, Oh, I really agree with Jim. What are your thoughts as far as reputation management? Because that's really a big thing, especially today with all these social media platforms. Yeah, I think it's important to set the rules that you want to live by. And I'm also in that camp. I do not, I may agree or disagree with things I see online, but I keep it to myself or I do not, I never share it that way. You know, what I want people to know about me is that I'm a loving dad that I love business, I love helping other people. And every post and everything that I do represents that. And so I recommend that to all my clients as well, my members, is that first you have to be clear. That's the clarity part. What do you want to be known for? Write mm -hmm. it down. You know, uh, are you honest, trustworthy? Do you have, are you a family man? Do you believe in God? You know, whatever it is that you want to convey to the world, um, because it might connect with another human being and it creates that deeper impact. You know, if you want to be radical and crazy and, you know, that's okay too, but just know that that's the other, that's the type of people you're going to, you're going to get. And they can tend to be pains in the butt. <laughs> yeah. And, and so it's all about your brand and your reputation. And what I say is every single thing you put out there is going to do one of two things. It's going to help or enhance your reputation, or it's going to hurt. It's almost never neutral, right? There's no gray area in life anymore. It's kind of weird the way we live, but so you're either going to keep enhancing your reputation, your reputation, what you're known for in your brand, or you're going to hurt it. That's my feelings. Right. And you just used the word that I did not use, which is the brand. The brand is what they know about you and what they associate you with. So if they, if they associate, you know, like I said, I do, I make it a very important part to let them know that I'm a loving father, that I love my son, that I'm, you know, because that has been part of my marketing for 20 years now. You know, so since um, your since your son was a little tiny tyke, you've called him mini me. He's off to college now, which I I told you when we had lunch, what, about two years ago, I said, I don't know. Does he still like being called mini me when he's 18, 19? He years never old? really did. But it, it's like a, <laughs> it's a character. I don't call him that at all. I, he, yeah. it's a character. Now he's college boy. So. Yeah. So one of the most important things I do is obviously I run the Dream Business Mastermind. You are also a coach. You run a mastermind in California. Um what do you like about the mastermind concept in general? Uh, and then I want to ask you about um, how to run your own mastermind while you join mine. So what's, what about the mastermind concept in general do you find beneficial? Um, the best part of it is multiple, multiple uh, thoughts, multiple 
uh, backgrounds, multiple experiences, everything like that. So just when you think you've had it all, for instance, you know, uh, people will come to me in the group and say, what do you think, Craig? And I'm like, well, what do you think? <laughs> it's like, And then it's completely different than what I was going to say, but it's a good answer. You know, it's yeah. like you just never know where people have been and where they come from, whether they're in the industry or not, of who's asking the question. Um, I have, I've learned more from an, you know, from a dance uh, performer, a choreographer than I ever did from, you know, from Jay Abraham, you know, it's like, okay, you know, fluid motion, flow like water, as Bruce Lee would say, you know, it's just like, you, you funny where wow. you hear things and you get advice on things and it goes, wow, that makes sense. And you can only get that through the energy of a mastermind, in my opinion. And then about four years ago, and, and you and I, again, we've been friends and sort of colleagues and help each other. About four years ago, you reached out and asked about coaching with me. And I was like, wow, Craig, tell a little bit of that story. Yeah, well, we had worked together back in 2011. And let me start there because I had reached out to you in the middle of the night because I was feeling lost and I didn't know where to take my business. And I emailed you and you responded the next day and said, I'm here to help. And I just felt connected. And instantly, within a month, we were bam. I found I found the low fruit uh, hanging fruit on the tree. Uh, it was my best year ever. We had moved into private coaching into a group, and I didn't love it at that time. I don't know why. It just I thought it. You know, I wanted you. That's it. But re four years ago, I, I get hit one of those win those glass windows again. I was having one of the toughest times in my life, and I reached out to you again, and I needed that group energy. I needed because I was isolating by myself saying, I'm smart. I should be able to figure this stuff out for myself. And yeah. I just couldn't. And through your, I can't even tell the world how important you've been to me in my life. But it's just like, you know, through your guidance, through your friendship, through your checking in on me, making sure I was all right. And then that group with that same energy, your daughter was on there, uh, Adam's on there when I started back. And just the, several people that just, um, number one, it felt like a family of everyone helping each other. But number two, it's again, there's no one answer to solve a problem. There's multiple experiences, um, affirmations to that problem. So if someone recommends something, ditto, I agree, you know, and then here's another way to look at things. So that, you know, again, I've had some dips in my life in my business, but this has been the driving force. <laughs> the yeah. master, Green Business Mastermind has been the driving force of keeping my spirit in my business alive. So I don't know if you remember this, but um, in 2011, we got working together and it was pretty much just one-on-one -on -one privately. You didn't want to necessarily come into my group calls. And then when you sort of resurfaced, I said to you, you know, Craig, one of my personal beliefs is we receive from the same size window that we give from. So I'd love for you to come. And for, since you rejoined the mastermind, you, I don't think you've missed maybe two calls a year. And even when you don't necessarily have a question or challenge that you'd like feedback from, you're, you're like giving it everything. Is that just because I pressured you to do that? No, I, I know the answer because you, you know, you, you have very strong connections and you, and you have a heart to serve. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I um, I would be nobody if I couldn't give, if I couldn't help. I, you know, number one, I'm a serious student of life and business. And so I've just, I've had tremendous life experiences of, uh, of being down on the bottom and being up on top. And they've both been, um, uh, they've both affected me in powerful ways. But um, yeah, I want to help. I want to contribute. And that's one of the things to consider in a mastermind. You don't just take, take, take. You got to give, give right. back. It's all about, that's where the energy comes through. And if someone's not giving, you know, there's a void, you know, it's like, we want to hear from you. What do you have to contribute? I bet a lot, you know, a lot of people are hard on themselves and like, well, what can I contribute? No. Everybody has their own life experiences and can contribute a lot. 
Yeah, you know, it's interesting to me, and it's not lost on me that um, not everybody I work with is in a great place and wants to go higher. Some people are struggling, and I, I kind of feel drawn to those people. But in, in both times that you reached out, <clears throat> it occurs to me, the little voice said, boy, you're really getting Craig on the personal hot seat here, so I hope you don't mind. But in both times you reached out to me, um, it was not at a great place. Like you say, you had peaks and valleys, and you were in a valley. Did you ever have any trepidation about not just the time commitment, but the financial commitment, because you were making a financial commitment to be part of my group at a time when you weren't necessarily doing well. You know, what's funny is I did when I was doing well, when I didn't, I didn't have a problem. <laughs> um, but funny enough, I've made the, the monthly commitment back um, a thousandfold. I mean, easily. There's there's no question about it. If you just act on what you hear, you will the investment is, is negligible. It's, you know, it's just powerful. I, I did balk at it, but I was in a, I was, my mindset was in a horrible state. Once I thought su success opportunity, there was hope. Oh my God. And you did that for me. You helped me get there to that point. And so did the group. Again, that group energy is amazing. <laughs> you know, they can give you confidence where you didn't feel like you had confidence, but even still, if you're great at your craft, if you're good at what you do, but something's preventing you from hitting. There's a little glass ceiling there. The group helps you break through it. It's amazing, and not yeah. only on the calls, but in the in the Facebook group. Um, if we, you know, on our one-on-one -on -one coaching calls with you, it just all works together and creates this dynamic energy. You know. Well, I'm I'm thrilled that you're part of the group. I feel very blessed that you come in and serve the other members of the group on our call. So I think it's a wonderful thing. We're bumping up against the clock. Speaking of bumping up against something, um, any final? Let's circle back. I, I really appreciate the thoughts on masterminding. I think it's one of the most important things. Um, so any words of wisdom as as re relates to unleashing the hidden power of your business on any of the five that you want to take a couple minutes and and go a little deeper on? You know, I watch a lot of forensic files. And uh, you know, crime scene investigation. And when they when they find uh, a woman or a man who's been murdered, they don't look for outlaws. They look for in-laws. So think out and stop looking outside your business for the answers to build your business. Start looking inside your business first. There's a lot of value and assets within your business already. That if you just focus on your business, will explode. That's awesome. Um, so where can people connect with you, especially if you're a, a dentist or a specialized? One of those words, I have a hard time pronouncing the P word. But uh, yeah. how can people connect with you, learn more about you? I know you do. A, by the way, um, I want to tell people, and if it's different than the website, where can they get on your email list? I've told you, you do some of the best emails. And somebody goes, oh, I don't need any more emails. Believe me, this is an education for you. Craig is an amazing email marketer, but it's because they're conversational. I don't read every one. But he's out there several times a week. So how can they get on your list? Yeah, my uh, my lead my current lead magnet is being updated. So you can go to my website craigvelinemarketing.com. Okay. craigvelinemarketing.com and just click on the contact us uh, button for now. Uh, there will be an updated lead magnet with a video that you can watch. But in the meantime, you can do that. I would also come on Facebook. I do videos and posts often, uh, and it's Craig Abeline. Um, so just, uh, facebook.com Craig Aveline and, uh, follow me there. I, I post every day and I do videos and. So uh, your, your profile page is Craig Aveline. It's my business page. Craig Aveline. Okay. Craig mm -hmm. Aveline is the business page and, uh, Craig, Beline, Craig Aveline, V-A-L-I-E-N. No, V-A-L-I-N-E marketing.com. That's where they can go and connect with you on your website and get on your email list. Yes. 
Yes. Craig, thanks a lot, man. This was a lot of fun. I, I knew this would be a fun show and you've shared some great things. I really appreciate your time. Thank you, Jim. I love you and I appreciate you. So it's my pleasure. Feelings mutual. Hey, folks, that wraps up this very special interview live here on Facebook and other places with Craig Valine. And I am Captain Jim Palmer and I'm the Dream Business Coach. If you're only connected with me here on this podcast or this video, um, you can fix that by going to getjimpalmer.com. That's my home base, getjimpalmer.com. If you're interested in learning more about the Dream Business Mastermind, which would be a very smart thing to do, that's dreambizcoaching, dreambizcoaching.com. But that's it. Until this time next week, another fantastic interview. You take good care. Now it's time to go implement what you've learned. Great ideas are nice, but results only happen through action and implementation. So stay focused. Kick all distractions to the curb. Sleep a little less if you have to. And create your dream business now so you too can live your dream lifestyle. To learn about building your dream business, join Jim's free Dream Business Facebook community at dreambizgroup.com. That's dreambizgroup.com. See you next week for more Dream Business Radio.